a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now to have an interview with Bori, Dave Bori from Radio 1 and The Bachelorette, don't forget, um, <laughs> interviewing Mia J, one of Otepote's up-and-coming artists. She's awesome, sick, and is performing on Friday um, at a Radio 1 event. Unfortunately, it is sold out. Fortunately for me, however, I managed to snag a ticket. So it's her and Marco Road at, um, I don't actually know where it is, somewhere on Friday. If you've got a ticket, hopefully you know. If you Union don't, Hall, I think. This probably sounds about right uh, for Ori 21. So, Dave Borry, take it away with the old interview. I'm joined by Mia J, or Mia Song, of Ortiporti Dunedin. Uh, how are you going, Mia? I'm great today, thank you. How are you? I'm excellent, yeah. Uh, I'm, I've done my washing and it's all dry, so, you know, I feel like that's a good day once I've done that. <laughs> hey, me too, actually. Good on you. Oh, and it's a beautiful day down in Dunedin as well. Now, you've got a very busy... Uh, well, first of all, actually, thank you so much for taking the time to coming and talking to us at Radio 1. We oh, appreciate no it. My pleasure. <laughs> excellent. Uh, so... You've, got, you've had a wee bit of an exciting uh, st- or end of last year and start of this year. You In November, you released Stalled on a Highway, uh, an album, which is excellent, by the way. I showed that to my mum, and uh, normally music that I show to mum, she's like, oh, I don't know if this is me, Dave. She loved it. Oh, yay. You know, I found that somehow it, it hits the spot for the oldies as well. Not that I'm calling your mum an oldie, but, you know, oh, they just... <laughs> they tend to like it. I don't know. Maybe it's old school a little bit, but you know. It's yeah. Well, it's it's um it's relaxing, but that's not to say it's uh, boring, you know, because it's actually some of the songs are quite energetic. Um, what? what I, I assume you love all the songs on the album, but what ones stand out for you? Um, well, I released "Show Me How" as the single, and that's kind of the most like uplifting, energetic kind of song, but. It has a real um, deep sort of meaning for me because it was about sort of my journey with social anxiety and seeing the positive side of that. So I feel really connected to that one. And what else? I, I really like um, convenience. Is sort of I always wanted to write a song about um, climate change and having a bit of a rant about it and being like, "Fuck you, boomers." And, but do it in a tasteful way, you know? And so this was my, like, finally getting that right kind of thing. So, yeah, those were a couple of the songs. Oh, wicked. Yeah, I was going to say, I absolutely love Show Me How. Um, it's on the Radio 1 playlist, and uh, every time I do a show, it gets a lot of uh, airtime. Um, but also, uh, one of the ones I really love is... Uh, now, I've forgotten the name, so I can't love it that much. Uh, the explicit the one with the explicit tag on it. Is it Malfunction? Yes, Malfunction. Sorry, I forgot the name. Uh, I no, really, no. really like Malfunction. And I wanted to know, do you, when you release a song that does need like the explicit tag on it do you put a lot of thought into dropping like an f-bomb in a song oh you know i don't really think about it when i write it because you know when you write it just comes out and it's like oh but um i suppose the only thing is it can't really get radio play can it but that song is like it's my favorite song to play live because it has such a high energy it gets people going and then it kind of has a drop and then like a big old build up and then people go nuts at the end so that's that's what i like to see anyway <laughs> i love it i love it i was gonna say i actually i really do love seeing you live as well i saw you uh it's been the start of last year at starters bar and it always surprises me how much you hear an artist on spotify and then you 
or the, this music on Spotify and you see them live and there's just so much more energy in the room and you really bring that uh, to the audience, which is awesome. Oh, thank you so much. I'm, I'm so lucky to have the most amazing band because I think that they really helped me to do that. Like, I, you know, I put the music out there, but I would be nothing without these three boys. They just really get their energy going and they're such good instrumentalists that they just make it sound perfect. So I'm, I'm the luckiest girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And I noticed with uh, that album, you worked with Peter Moltino. Had you worked with him before? No, I hadn't, but I'd met him through music stuff and him being in fly spray and whatnot. So it was it was such a joy to work with him. He's such a good dude and very um, he's really honing his craft as well. Yeah, so we've done a bit of stuff with him as well, and he is just so fun to work with. Any budding musicians out there, anyone wanting to record, hit up Peter Moltino at Two One Six Studios. Totally, he is fantastic. So, you touched on songwriting before. I always like to ask people what their songwriting process is. For you, is it just you think of something and you're like, all right, I got to write it, or is it more of a laborious task where you have to sort of sit down and put time aside to to make the music? That's a good question, and I feel like with every song, it's always a bit different. Either you feel this like overwhelming emotion, you're like, I got to get this into a song, or you. Tinker, tinkering around on the guitar or the piano and you're like, oh, this sounds cool. Like, what kind of mood does that, you know, elicit? Um, I've been experimenting with different methods of songwriting recently because after so many years, you know, you get in a bit of a rut with, like, the same ways of approaching song. And so I was lucky enough at the start of the summer to be invited to um, do Song Hubs, which is, like, an APRA initiative to, you know, um, it kind of, like... Um, helps people to start out with co-writing and with co-writing with producers and things like that. So I really like the idea of writing with other people now, which I hadn't really like explored before. And the other thing I'm trying to get more into is starting off a song with a beat, like with you know um, playing on the computer with Logic or whatever you've got, and starting with a beat and some bass and being like, mm, yeah, that's a vibe. What kind of vibe is it? And then adding the lyrics and later so it's always different yeah oh cool it's 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 always interesting to see um the the inner workings of different musicians and artists that's 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 interesting so like normally would you say you would have started with the lyrics but now you're sort of starting from like the building blocks from the base of the song with the drums and working out for sure and i think it's important in modern music because that's probably why my typical music sounds kind of old school is because it has that sort of, it's lyrically driven and it's like melodically driven, whereas I think a lot of like 2020, 2021 music is like, it's beat driven, groove driven, mm. like it's like a feeling rather yeah. than like, oh, a feeling like a groove rather than like a feeling emotionally. And then it, it can be both, but I think it's cool to play with it anyway. Absolutely, and that really comes across, that's something I wanted to say. I want you to pass on to the bass player how groovy the bass, the, first nice. of all, the tone of the bass, it's like oh, yeah. so different across all the songs, but also, I mean, particularly in Show Me How. Oh my mm. God, it is so, yeah. so groovy. I love it. Yeah, it's okay. I love playing that one live as well. And yeah, he's amazing. He's, he's You can just fiddle and make it sound great. But also in Show Me How, there's like a little bass synth, which I, it's cool to play with that as well, yeah. Oh, <laughs> wicked. So, and with, I mean, that's an awesome thing to release an album at the end of last year, particularly for a year that probably wasn't too kind for many artists internationally and in New Zealand. But even more exciting, potentially, is the Ori Week gig you've got coming up on the 26th of February. Are you looking forward to that? 
I'm so excited. I can't believe I'm included on this lineup. We're just like amazing artists. And I'm like, oh, yay. I'm here. So, yeah, no, I'm super excited for that one. Uh, well, I think you should, uh, I know tall poppy syndrome is prevalent in New Zealand, but you should definitely <laughs> see yourself up on that pedestal because you're certainly up there. Uh, for those who don't know, um, Mia will be playing alongside Marco Road, There's a Tuesday, Flamingo Pier, and uh, the new um, Auto 40 band, Sometime Winner. That is a huge yes. lineup. Have you played with any That's of them it. before? Uh, I don't believe so. No, I had a gig scheduled with There's a Tuesday last year, but it you know, got COVID cancelled, so... Yeah. None of them I've played with before. I've seen There's a Tuesday a couple of times at festivals this summer. I've seen Michael Road at a couple of festivals. Flamingo Pier, I went to their festival like a few years ago. And then sometime winter, I saw them at the old Bring the Noise last year. So I think they're all incredible artists and I'm super excited to be in that lineup. Ah, oh, that is awesome. Looking back over the years, um, what are the most memorable gigs? Do you like the sort of underground, smaller refuel gigs, or do you like do you get much opportunity to play big, bigger ones like this Ori Week gig? Mm. Well, I think like when there's a good audience, like that is what makes the gig memorable. And whether that audience is a good audience because they're all like there's heaps of the people and they're all drunk and they're all into it, like like an Ori Week gig or if it's an audience that's like super attentive and they're like mm. all sitting quietly like watching you you know it, it all depends like what kind of energy they're giving but i mean definitely a week gigs i've done a couple in the past and then we did also um the dunedin craft fair food festival a couple of years ago which oh, is yeah. such a sick time yeah that would have been so, so great i i love the the craft like I've, it's mm-hmm. such a fun time and you don't have to worry about the weather you're under the roof Actually, I, yeah. I remember that. I remember seeing you play. It was, it was, it was awesome. It must be so like having all these like little bit tipsy people just sitting down listening to to you. Must be such an amazing feeling. Yeah, and it's great. Always like being the opener of like a big day or a big festival or whatever. You just get to get your set out of the way, play to a few people, you know, just have a relaxing time, and then once you're done, you can, you know, get on the and enjoy everyone else. And it's great. Yes. <laughs> oh, brilliant! It's brilliant. Um, I I was reading a, a critic article, uh, that, a critic interview with you in 2019, and you said uh, that you. Uh, all right, I'm going to cut this bit out because I've forgotten my question. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> okay, I've got it, I've got it now. Sorry about that. Um, I yeah, might keep that in. Um, so I was also, I was reading the uh, the critic article, and you said that you love to discover new um, Aotearoa artists. And I know this is a bit of a question to jump on someone, but what uh, Aotearoa artists have you been listening to recently? Oh, it's such a hard question. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. Um, I have a few favourites. I don't know if I've discovered any new ones recently, but I'd love to. Mm. So if you have any suggestions, <laughs> fight it away. Um, of course, I love Juno Is. I want to yep. give a shout out to Juno Is because I'm in that band and she's awesome and she's just released <laughs> a single. Um, and then I, my fave is probably Hans Pocket. Um, they, they have a soft spot in my heart. They're awesome and they're so epic on stage because they're just like funny and like crack jokes and they're just stupid. So love that. Love uh, the Beats and uh, I don't know I feel No, that's wrong. great. That's a great, great, great <laughs> artist. Um, there's the, on, I think it's the weekend of the 13th of Feb, Nostalgia Fest in Christchurch. Unfortunately, I'm not going, but um, Beats, Hans Puckett, uh, Bikurunga, uh like, it's an incredible lineup and tickets are $60. I'm so jealous that, like, I'm not going, but... Oh, my goodness. 
New Zealand yeah, is so I'm, fortunate I'm at the moment. Love. We've got a little festival happening here in Hawke's Bay called Outfield, and I'm playing at that one, so that's clashing with that. Otherwise, I would have tried to make it to that. But um, oh, oh, I did. I did just remember another artist that I've been super into recently, and that's Arjuna Oates. Oh, and Scud and Cerebi. I saw them live the other week, and they're awesome. So, Wicked. Yeah. Well, I look forward to um, to looking into them because I think discovering new music is, uh, is is such a treasure. Like, it's such an amazing feeling. Um, so, before we let you go, uh, Mia, thank you so much for coming and talking to us. So, what is next? You've got the Ori Week gig. What's next? Is there another single coming out? Uh, any more? Another tour? Let us know. Uh, so what we've got coming up is we did a tour in November to tour Stored on the Highway, but we missed a couple of important locations, including Dunedin. So we're going to do like a little finisher. Uh, we got Dunedin on March the 5th and Queenstown on March the 6th. So I'll make lots of posts about that and whatnot. And yeah, I am working on some new music with some cool people that I met at Song Hubs. And so hopefully within the next six months or so, I'll have a couple more songs out and I'm real excited about it. That is excellent. Well, Mia, thank you so much for coming and talking to us. Can't wait to see you uh, in the gigs coming up. Uh, the Ori Week one will be huge, and that should be fantastic. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. No worries. Awesome. That was Mia J with Bori on Radio 1, 91FM, and she will be playing later this week. Yep, she's on, on Friday. Ori, Orientation Week. Yep, 2021 with Marco Road. Um, yeah. Super exciting. She's really cool. Super she's exciting. from Dunedin. I've seen her live. I really enjoyed it. Cool yeah, vibes. Cool really clothes. cool. Indie, oh, with a little bit of jazz. Yeah. Love it. So, so on that note, I thought it would be only fair, but to play you a little bit of Mia J, so you mm-hmm. can see a little taste of it. If you've already got tickets, well done to you because we've heard that it's actually sold out. It has sold out. But maybe you could secretly see if you can find some tickets from maybe a friend that can't go. Good ever. luck. Good luck. I'm though. not selling mine. Uh, <laughs> don't ask Hannah. She yeah. won't be giving you you hers. Well, <laughs> here's a bit of Mia J. She's Dunedin, and this is her new song, Show Me How. You're listening to Radio One Ninety One FM. Enjoy. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.